Hi, I'm Spicy Dicey. And I'm Chantal Renee. And, and we, we love, love sex and horror. These are topics we love to write about as published authors. I love all things spicy and dicey. And I'm a big fan of sex and the sinister. Thanks for joining us for some dark, twisted, sexy, uncensored fun as we discuss sex, sex and, and horror. From crystals to tarot cards to wands to broomsticks to blessed candles to ornate swords and tents and sticks the magic cauldron brings life to all your otherworldly tricks look them up don't be shy that's the magic cauldron houston's favorite magic shop chantal renee i am here (laughs) this is what episode uh 106 107 something like that yes with only an eight month hiatus in between (laughs) (laughs) only eight months (laughs) <laughs> well or some some such thing i've had so many people ask when are we coming back um whether we can talk about xyz topic and um yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly why we can't have you on ladies and gentlemen that's exactly why <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm gonna have to be like everybody that that has the conspiracy theory. We've all had COVID. We just don't know it. Like some of it may be like no symptom COVID, but then you come away with like the eighty year old person brain syndrome. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> what was the next? What was the third thing that everybody's been asking me? I fucking forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they probably want to talk about, you know, the the size of the the welt on Chris Rock's face. <laughs> you mean when after Will Smith slapped the shit out of him? Yeah, even though I swear to you that shit was made up, it still looks fake to me. It don't to me. It looked real as real could be. I don't know. Between, I mean, between that and him going and saying, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, boy, 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 look real. But, but did you see the newest thing they had on, it was on Snapchat today. There was a little uh, uh, story playing on there and they showed a different perspective of the camera at, right after Will slapped Chris and he was walking away, Jada started laughing. Like, bent over kind of laughing like as if though it was a joke and I wasn't even sure she thought it was real like when Chris Rock said well I just got the shit slapped out of me by by Will Smith she laughed when he said that bruh when Chris Rock said uh oh <laughs> as, as Will started walking towards him man I was hollering that was that's been the funniest part of all of it never mind the joke he told which you know was not funny but <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, that, did you <laughs> did you watch it live? No, I did not. Who watches the Academy Awards anymore? I mean, really, I except I for people that are you know in in that circle. And that's what I'm saying. They're trying to get a younger audience, so they're doing this shit on purpose. Everything's, you know, me and my conspiracy theories. Everything's conspiracy. I think yeah. they made this shit up, and and they just told Will Smith, we're gonna give you the award this year and then give you a five five year hiatus and then bring you back i've heard people say that i've heard people say that it wasn't real but um 
the I mean all the fallout from it. It sure seems like I mean you you take this squeaky clean guy. Will's this Will has been squeaky clean all this time, and he just poof, just handles it that way. I don't know, but one of the things that I thought was interesting that I've been talking about, like on my TikTok, was how the polyamorous open marriage, um, how Will and Jada's relationship keeps coming up. And people now we've been knowing about their open relationship for years. I mean, for like the last 20 years or so, I know I've mm-hmm. heard about it. But um, for some reason, people seem to think that Jada is just uh, a hellcat just just running havoc across Hollywood because of that. And they just constantly dragging her through the mud. And I, it, it just bothers me so bad. People putting up their relationship and um, like uh, why like she's pulling the strings on his relationship, or, or pulling the strings for him. I just cannot talk tonight. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> this was a, this was a surprise visit. <laughs> Uh, no, I, but I, I've talked about it to death too, so I guess I should sure. move on at this point. But that's one of the things that we should come back. We should revisit about polyamory and um, just materials also to read and to watch, and so people can educate themselves on it. Everybody is not in a monogamous relationship. Like you yeah. don't have to be. Nothing says you have to be, and they have not yeah. been. And Will has said openly that. Jada did not cheat on him. They have been in, you know, they've had other flings. Yeah. But- well, I will say this. Um, <laughs> my, the, the best meme I've seen thus far that I thought was really good was Chuck Norris. Oh, what? Okay. When Chuck Norris insults Jada Pinkett Smith, Will slips Smith, Will Smith's Slaps himself. himself. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was that was probably the funniest one I've seen. Yeah, Other than that, that, I'm like, whatever. Like, yeah, I was nobody hollering. even nobody even brought up the fact that he didn't punch him. Yeah. <laughs> what what guy slaps another guy? That's just strange. Yeah, I mean, and look, Chris Rock has the right to make his jokes, whether it's funny or not. He has the right to make it. I think it's in poor taste because he did the movie Good Hair, so he knows how important hair is the black woman but then he goes and insults her hair and she has alopecia whether he knows it or not i don't know um if i were according him, I would, according to the internet no he did not know yeah if i were him i would say no i did not know yeah, <laughs> i mean exactly. that's the right thing to do why would he come back and say oh i knew it and i thought it was funny and i laughed but there's also history between them like way back in the day chris tried to holler at jada from what i understand and she turned him down i mean in their circle with all of them being buddies and friends we don't really know what them people doing and what they got going on what he's made jokes about her before yeah but this one um and then we don't know what's going on with will um you know he just had a book come out recently and um and just because august jada's fling put all her business on front street doesn't mean will has not been with other people his people just aren't talking they're not everybody's not bad mountain will putting all his business yeah. out there yeah but um it's it, it, it was i will tell you it should it go to the academy awards for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't make me go watch a show the, the <laughs> movie he won for i was like all right i'm gonna see this show and i actually enjoyed the hell out of it that was a great show 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris can make his joke and he can deal with the consequences. Will can slap, but yeah, it is assault and he can deal with the consequences. Um, I am one of those people, uh, as a black woman, I thought it was great to see a black man stand up for his wife, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then I've noticed a, a lot of actors who are, you know, like in big circles or whatever, they they have had a different take because to them this is embarrassing for the Academy, in which I, I understand that take too. And yeah. for comedians, I understand their take too. Like, not, it, it, everybody, none of this has to be exclusive of the other. It's not all, it's either this or that. Like, this is not black and white. I can still be a Chris Rock fan and think maybe he shouldn't have told the joke. And I and I know he'll be fine. Like he's gonna blow up from. Oh yeah, concert. his the concert he had right after that sold out. Yeah, like yeah. All all his he's doing a, a tour right now, and all his concerts are selling out. Yeah, he he's he's fine. He's gonna mm-hmm. be fine, and Will Smith will be fine too. It does make the Academy Awards look more interesting than they ever had, really. Oh Lord, that's just. A whole I used to sh- watch. I used to watch all every year. I used to watch and love them. But then we had Oscar so white hashtag, and so we were all boycotting for years. And so I get where people are saying, "Man, we come back, and this is this is how y'all do on on live TV." Yeah. Uh, but oh well. Oh yeah, it could have been worse. But I do want to come back and talk about the uh, polyamorous stuff. I know we've talked about it before, but from a literature and educational standpoint, so people will shut the fuck up about them uh, being being, being uh, a bad being bad people. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. mainly Jada being a um, her. They're acting like she's some Jezebel and he's some innocent guy being dragged along and oh, yeah. raped over the coals. And y'all need to shut the fuck up. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we just, you know, we live in a society that tends to try to push the, the, uh, what's the, the, the norm, not the norm. What's what am I trying to say? Like the protocol of what is considered the norm traditional relationship yeah and that's just that's just not gonna happen anymore and the more we get hung up on things like that well the worse you know things get around you so you gotta you gotta stop worrying and sweating the small stuff that's what i'm trying to say and in my stories i had i had talked about this for a good two or three days i think but i was telling single women also that you need to pay attention to how the men that you're interested in are treating this situation if they're going around calling will a simp and uh a a cuck cuck i think is what they were calling him what does that even mean like cuckold you know some some guys get off on watching their women with other men you know oh okay and and uh even facilitate it but so if if they are bad mountain Jada, because a lot of people blame Jada for the whole thing, even though she sat in her seat and didn't do anything but smile. But if they're trashing Jada and calling him this and that for standing up for her, then you need to pay attention to that. Is that what you want your man to do in your relationship? Or would you rather him be someone who says, hey, 
I understand that what Will did probably wasn't right, but, you know, I understand. And, um, you know, maybe there should be some consequences, but I still understand why he did what he did because he was protecting his woman. Do you want somebody who would want to protect you? You know, think about how your man is perceiving this incident and act accordingly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's well said. What speaking, else? Well, speaking speaking of uh, these things, since we've since we've been around, or haven't been around, um, a lot of things have changed in our both our lives. I would imagine. Oh yeah. Um, I opened a new place of business. Yay! And it's beautiful too. I've been there several times now. I love it. Congrats. Yes, it's, it's so comfortable and I'm loving it. Um, and you have gotten back out in the public and started working again with humans instead of computers. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I still kind of go back and forth. So sometimes I work in the office, sometimes I work uh, still out of my home office. So what I like about it, though, is that my my schedule is still flexible and I kind of do it how I want to do it. So that's good. Um, but yeah, it's it has caused me to go from very busy to very 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 busy (laughs) (laughs) but I've also made a lot of changes I've made a lot of changes Chantel and um and then in like to the point that the last time I went to my doctor's visit he was like wow whatever you're doing keep doing it it's working for you so um I just I feel so much better even though I am doing a whole lot more, I've changed my mindset about it. So it used to be like, and, and I know now that it's a trauma response, trying to be a perfectionist, trying to always do so much. Now I don't rush. Like I'll get it done when I get it done. Yeah. I don't rush. I don't worry about it. Um, if we do these recordings every week, great. If we don't, whatever, we'll get to it when we get to it. I get it out when I get it out. Like I'm just not rushing anymore. I'm not stressing because I just realized that if I had 25 hours in the day, I would work all of them. If I had, uh, if I had eight days in a week, I would work all of them. I would not find the time to rest. That's just more time to work. And so I'm changing that whole perspective. I'm just not going to work myself into the ground. I even booked a trip to Spain. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's for so July. Exciting. Yeah, I'm going to go to July. To Watch Spain. out, Spanish men. <laughs> She's been watching all those Netflix shows. I'm just saying. Uh, I thought about going to Argentina since the, that's the setting of the, the book I've been writing since August. Normally, I'd be finished with the book by now, but no. <laughs> but I thought about going to Argentina just, you know, to get a proper setting. Because I've been doing Duolingo almost a year straight every day. Uh, Spanish Duolingo, yeah. But now I'm I'm just gonna do Spain. That's gonna be great. I mean, that's where some of my bloodline comes from. I I have a lot of Iberian in my bloodline. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I also got a dog. I got a German Shepherd. That's right. You got a cutie patootie, adorable baby. I got a pissy baby. Uh oh. <laughs> he just pisses, 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 pisses. I mean, it, oh my goodness! I this, can take him outside for walk, walk him for three miles, an hour. Bring and he he won't pee, but I bring him back inside and he'll pee all over the floor. Oh my! 
<laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you take an, at least take the water bowl up at a certain time every night. Mm, okay. Give them less ammo to to <laughs> to spread around. Well, the good thing is, is on our bottom floor, like we have, uh, we have a big rug in the in the family room, but most of the floor is tiled. So I just I'm just mopping every day, all day, mm. just mopping, mopping, mopping. Got me some fabulosa, just mopping, 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 mopping. And I try to close the doors to the bedrooms because I was like, you don't got me once twice no no you cannot go in here until we get you house trained a little better <laughs> that's good that's good well it's, i i think that it's a good addition to your family yeah yeah he's our baby our spartacus that's a cute name too i love it well thank and, you and also since we were on last i got both my eyes done so i'm no longer the bitch in houston <laughs> now if i'm running you over in my car it's on purpose <laughs> good <laughs> good for you which was like a miracle all on its own so because of that i started doing writing more so i've done a little bit of freelancing with uh, the house of stitch magazine that uh interviewed both dicey and i a couple months back mm-hmm. and that's that was a lot of fun so i'm just throwing an article here and there at them to publish at their leisure um and just doing the same thing as you just writing you know i'm actually also writing a lot of songs mm, okay good yeah. Can, so, anything we can hear? <laughs> well, I don't have any actual music put to, to the the thing is the only thing I know how to play is drums mm-hmm. and the ukulele. And there's only so much ukulele music you can play to some of these songs I'm writing because you're like, uh, it doesn't really match. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So I'm working on I actually think I um will be playing a little bit more often. Um trying to put a, a you know the band that was in kind of fell apart and then everybody mm-hmm. kind of went and did their own thing but i'm trying to just like do a band smorgasbord like throw out this big invitation for everybody to come and jam and then whoever shows up and we jam together and if it works fantastic and if we end up just being jam buddies like you can come over and jam here and there that's great too i'm not trying to you know, I'm I'm being the polyamorous band member at this point. <laughs> I'm trying not to be in a, in a strict, you know, these are the painted lines, can't go outside of it. Because, you know, at this age, it's very different to be in a band than when I was young. I mean, everybody, mm-hmm. I swear, everybody played the guitar. Everybody played something or sang or did something. At this age... No motherfucker does anything and especially after a certain time of day because they're in bed so yeah. <laughs> it sure. has not been an easy thing to get done yeah but you're still drumming right oh yeah i actually just jammed out a little bit earlier tonight and nice. uh it still sound pretty decent it's still you know my right leg my right calf is still much bigger than my left calf <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I look like the crazy person. But you know, what ifs? What ifs? Um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, I'm also crafting because I'm doing the oddities market this weekend. Yeah, tell us about that, the, the oddities market. It is actually the Obscure Houston market. They do it once a month at Brash Brewery and it's um, considered uh, I can't remember. It's not Independence Heights, but it's in between Independence Heights and oak forest or something like that it's called so it's kind of like the north-ish like early north side of town not quite into like 
the Greens Point area, but still a little closer to 610. Um, and so it's a really cool market. They do like truly odd things there. I actually have a couple of oddities pieces that I'm taking that I'm going to be hiding behind the counter or the table because they're truly really creepy weird things that even I don't want to even observe with my own eyes. Like I have to wear Ooh. readers. I actually have to wear readers to read because my lenses are for far away only. Ooh. So I don't even want to put on my readers to look at these things because they're truly just so creepy and, and weird. So if you know it's oh, wow. creeping me out, you know it's really fucking weird and, and just so like what is this? So um I'll have a couple of those items hidden for anybody who's brave enough to ask to see them. Um <laughs> but last time I went, I did see a table that was all serial killer stuff. They had grave grave rubbings of um the Candyman. You remember I talked about the Candyman a long time ago here in Houston? Mm -hmm. uh, Dean Carell, they had grave rubbings from him. They had some of Gacy's art. Um, they had all kinds of weird, like serial killer memorabilia. It was truly odd. So this is a market that's not just like, oh, look at this cute doll head with a plant in it. This is like fucking weird shit. And they do have the cute doll heads with plants in them. But, <laughs> you know, it's also True. some really like, what am I what am I holding right now? And I had to be in that tradition. And so I'm bringing some truly creepy things myself this time. And it, they are not from my personal collection. Just so y'all know, it was something that was found in a home that my sister inherited. So, wow. yeah. All right. Well, that sounds good. When is the market? It's Saturday um, at from five to 11. So I, I mean, girl, if you have time, come on out. If you have any books, throw them on the table. <laughs> hmm, I'm right. all about promoting everybody when I do these. I think I'm going to have some of my friend Veronica's art with me. She does all the Stephen King and Hellraiser stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll have stuff I've been creating. I've been making jewelry. Um, I'm making some uh, little coin purses. Um, what else am I doing? Gosh, I've been doing so many di different things to get ready for this. But I'm excited about it. I, I think that it will be... Oh, I made some pillows. Oh, this is a funny story. So I decided, you guys... I'm going to make these cute half moon pillows because the fabric is soft and it's like, it's like felt it's, but like quilty felt, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it has all these cute moon and stars. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to do some half moon pillows. This is going to be cute. And then I looked at that half moon pillow and went, this is just a neck pillow. <laughs> so I have a neck pillow for somebody with a larger head and a smaller head because one, one doesn't quite have the longest arms, but you know, enough to hold on if you have a small head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a kid size okay. one. All right. But anyway, uh, so. I have also uh, joined the board of Right Space here in oh, Houston. Nice. Right, right Space Houston. And so Write Fest, that's the, the big uh, festival is coming up. Yes, and, I've done uh, some work with them in the past, too, with that. That's a great show. Mm -hmm. I remember going to one of your readings with Write Space before a couple of years ago, I think. I yeah, think was, you, read, yeah. you read some poetry with them. But uh, so Write Fest here is here in Houston, April 29th, 30th, I believe. <laughs> the end of this month okay yeah yeah 
So I've just, you know, been having meetings with them and such. And I did a piece for the newsletter that's coming out. I'll give you more info later, I suppose, whenever I know when it's coming out. I don't even know if the website has been updated. I don't know if I'm on the website, but it's right, right spacehouston.org, I believe. Yes. And it's W-R-I-T-E, guys. So right yes. space. Yes. Yes, yes. I love the Right Space community. I, I worked with them when they first opened up years and years ago. And I did volunteer work. I did like the the write-ins and then we would do writing exercises together. And then I attended as many classes as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. And it's actually a much better deal, if you will, to be a member. I am not a member currently, but I would like to get back into all that. It, it was it was all those all that time I spent volunteering and working with other writers like that that actually kept me much more active as an author mm-hmm. than not you got to you know it's like speaking spanish right unless you're saturated and in the world right you're not going to speak it and it's right. the same with writing you're not going to do it if you're not in the world in some way sure. even if it's like you know for you you were out selling your books all the time and you were surrounded by these people who loved your authorship and mm-hmm. they wanted to be around you that that put that energy in, and put your mind into being a writer and an author. But if you, you know, this is, if you guys always want advice from writers, this is my advice. If you want to do it, you got to be surround yourself by it. That's, that's some good advice. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and I, and I didn't think so much um, because I like, I like to be by myself a lot. I'm, I like to stay to myself and away from people because, and, and it's because I don't want to bother people. And I don't want to be bothered, <laughs> but, um, but I do see how it keeps me in a writing frame of mind, being around other writers and in, in that space, literally in the space of writers. Yeah, so, that's, it's true. Yeah. Just the creative flow, you know, you're constantly talking about different things that's similar or different experiences that are still even though they're different, they have a similar vein that runs through them. Mm-hmm. The, by the way, there's an, there's going to be an open mic on, it's either the 29th or the 30th. I had to, I have to let you know when I find out for sure. That'd be but great. There'll, there'll be another open mic if you want to have something ready for that. Sure. Well, I've got plenty of, of songs, which are basically poems. Right. Maybe, right. maybe by then I'll actually have music for them. Who knows? Oh, nice. <laughs> oh and then the other thing, guys, that is, has happened since we spoke, and I don't know, you may have observed this through my, my social media, and I have become a huge fan of the fungi kingdom. What's that? Fungus mushrooms. Oh God! <laughs> yes, girl. Now it makes sense why I saw you post a meme. Um, the fungus will eat you when you die. Yes, that's my the next mushroom. tattoo. And the little <laughs> mushrooms holding his knife die. and his fork, like, "Come on, bitch, die." <laughs> you look good. That's right. You know what? Next time somebody says you put on weight, I'm gonna say you're damn right because I'm gonna feed those mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get a tattoo. I had a tattoo that I wanted to get, but I have had the hardest time getting somebody to put it on me. Mostly everybody. One was scheduling. Scheduling was just a mess with your friend, your your referral. Mm-hmm. And then with some uh, others, um, I've been basically told that it needs to be bigger because of the details that are in it. If I'm going to put it in that location, I need to have it bigger. I was going to get it right on my forearm. 
So I got to figure out what to do about that. I still want that particular tattoo, but I might have yeah, to Yeah, I think that's modified. a good one for the back of your, like for your shoulders, for the top of your shoulders. That would be a good one for that area. I want it on my arm this time though. Like my, my forearm where it's visible all the time. Mm, yeah. But I got to think about it. So I, that's, I, so I still have not gotten that tattoo, that tattoo yet, but I want to. Yeah, well, we we got We can maybe make an appointment with that Chango one that I looked at. Or Chang, what is it called? Remember, way out in the woodlands, but they have some good looking work out there. Mm. And then you know the tattoo convention here is in June every year. Oh shit, that's right. We gotta go. Remind me because I would like to go again. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Each time I've gone, each time I think did I make it last year? I, I did, but I was only there real fast because I was still totally chicken of, of too much COVID, and there was people every fucking where, and I was like, okay, eh. yeah, I was yeah, totally I don't think, I, yeah, I think you went this year. I went the year before. Yeah, and it wasn't as you know. I remember in the past it was way cooler, and this last time it was like, what is this? It was so packed, and so many people that I was like, I don't even understand how. Like there's two, it was oversaturation of people or it was just a small location. And I just felt so like, oh, it wasn't energy. Yes. It wasn't energy. It wasn't energy. No, it was there, but it was so many booths that I was like, I am overwhelmed. Like there's too many fucking people here. Oh, it, wow. Yeah. It was crazy. But yeah, no, maybe yeah. they're trying to make up for 2020 and 2021. Well, maybe they were trying to make up for 2020. I mean, because it, it wasn't in 2020. It, it could have been. Yeah, it could have been. So speaking of community, one of the things, one of the main things that I've been doing, I started posting in December, but I have become a huge part of the TikTok community well i don't want to say i'm a huge part so much as i have i have delved deep into the huge community of tiktok yeah that's probably a better way of saying it (laughs) but i started going there at first i spent a lot of time on tiktok like in november of last year november every year is a big transition period for me that's when i start reflecting on a whole lot of stuff next to my birthday my birthday in September is really reflective, but November is usually when I take a pause, I guess because of the holidays and all that. But I spent a lot of time with uh, paying attention to some eye candy. That's what drew me over there. There was, it was uh, some of the, the uh, eye candy that I saw on Instagram. They kept talking about TikTok. And so I went to check out what they were doing on TikTok and I was like, oh, my God, what is going on over here? And then my FYP got really specific, my FYP page. And it started showing me things that I didn't even know I needed. And then I started learning so much. And then I was like, oh, my God, I have a lot that I could actually share that could, you know, being a writer, just focusing on writing. On some of my other uh, platforms in the past, I usually end up with a whole lot of men who are sending dick pics and just want to take up your time. You know, they're just trying to see who they can get to send them pictures or who they can just, you know, just flirting and stuff. And that's not making me any money. That's not, that's not productive to me. We Mm just go on, you know, so most of the time I don't even answer DMs like that. I don't like wasting time. I've told, I've said that a lot, Mm -hmm. but, um, on TikTok, I mainly have a large female 
fan base or no, following. Nice. I don't, I don't want to say fan base, but I mean following because a lot of them don't even know me. But we all have writing in common or an interest in writing or interest in being creative and stuff like that. So have a chance to just share any info and knowledge that I have, learn and gain a lot of info that I have and be entertained. I, like, I, I still like to stick on stick to humor and education mixed with humor that sort of thing so it's fun and i still get to see the eye candy from time to time there you go (laughs) well i think that's fantastic i mean i know that it's short little you know things that you can watch like reels Mm -hmm. yeah and i think it's actually really cool because it's kind of like when you do the three sentence horror story right you can do a lot and put a lot into something when you do it short like that and to be honest the majority of humans on this planet right now have such a short attention span right and your life you know is meant to be you like you said if you could if you could do stuff all day you would so i think that that was a natural um that was going to happen an actual progression for you to move into that yeah yeah and and that's something that you might want to think about because that's a good idea what you just said the three sentence horror stories or something that might be something you want to do on there if you ever decide to go on tiktok well they have that they should already have it that's a very popular thing it's actually a tv show now they made it a tv series on um the wb or is it wb yeah i know because i know one of the writers on it but i mean you you yourself come up with your own video oh yeah with with three sentence horror stories or or whatever something like that some yeah Yeah. well we'll see you know my three sentences would be like oh my god i just woke up (laughs) wait that's two sentences i have two sentence horror stories oh my god i'm so old oh my god fucking yeah and that's all my shit would just be omg omg and i think the the show is two sentence horror stories oh you're right i think you're right (laughs) Yeah, I know one of the writers on it. Yeah, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sad. I I really am like the queen of I'm so excited and I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm like, oh my god, yes. Oh, who cares? (laughs) It's just just me. (laughs) But, you know. That, that that's what it is so you know we've been spending like 30 minutes just talking about where we've been and what we've been up to but we haven't talked about any of the shows that we've been watching oh i know well listen anybody who if, if we have any listeners out there at all anymore or if then... you came back recent you know just to see what the fuck these bitches are still alive i thought they were dead we're here motherfucker okay yeah <laughs> hopefully they would have enjoyed that update because they would have wanted to know what we were up to yes but yeah um, you know, always make time for some shit to watch, right? Mm-hmm. And read. I've been doing some reading. I have. I've oh, some reading. Yeah, right. Um, I got stuck on an artist. Uh, I mean, stuck on a writer. Should I say who? Yeah, why not? All right, Jennifer Hartman. I do not know this writer. Um, but. God, I don't even know how I stumbled across her. I have read quite a few. I have Kindle Unlimited, so I have read quite a few books from Ken- through Kindle Unlimited, and I can talk about some of those at another time. Um, that 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 I thought were really good. There were some series that I enjoyed that were were in uh, reverse harem genre, but then I landed on this author 
Jennifer Hartman, and I got hooked. I've read three of her books back to back. They are so emotional. Oh my God. Wow. This, it was a dark romance. You know, I was on that kick too. So I was reading a lot of dark romance, but mm. her books, man, when I tell you I was broke down. Wow. Completely gutted three times in a row with her books. Wow. So much so that after the first two, I said, I can't do this again. I cannot. Oh, my poor heart. And then I was just like, well, I just got to know how she did this. And I just got to know how she wrote this other book. And I read it and it was it just completely gutted me. And and the reason uh, I'm reading these from the perspective of being entertained in one aspect, but then the other aspect, I want to know how she does what she does, like how the wording, how it's phrased, how it's structured Mm -hmm. to the point that it makes me that emotional. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She is doing what I'm saying that a book should do. It should make you feel something. I'm not saying every book should make you cry, but it should make you feel something. And she's making me ball. She's making me ball. I'm like on, I'm gutted from these stories. And so, but they're beautiful romances too. So there's still a brilliant romance. There's the love. You can feel the love and everything. And yes, they're hot too. The scenes are hot. Hmm. Um, so it's it's just a mixture of every of it's a mixture of everything that I want my next book to be. Oh, that's I good. Really, yes, I really want to have some emotional depth to my next story, not just uh, a bunch of scenes that people go, "Oh, that was hot." No, I want you to feel the characters. I want you to connect with them on an emotional level. And so it was kind. Of, it's kind of like a study that I've been doing with her, her stories, because it's just been so brilliantly written for me. Like I've oh, really fantastic. so much. Yeah. There's, that's there's a Jennifer lot of Hartman. different things you can do to like backtrack um, the way somebody's writing so that you can observe like what they're doing um, through like, and I learned a lot of stuff like that in right space. Mm. And um, I'll have to share some of those techniques with you just so you as an author can try to figure out and pinpoint what is it about this that is moving me that way? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But well done mm-hmm. to her. I mean, that's fantastic. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Jennifer Hartman is her name. Um, but okay. So shows. Bridgerton well, I will. Out. It did. Oh, but sorry, I do, I do want to add, I read a uh, Mexican Gothic and that was a badass show. I mean, show <laughs> book <laughs> that oh, I enjoyed okay. tremendously. And it was, a, and the, the monster in the book was fungus. And so that got me on my fungus kick. That's what started it. And then I saw Netflix has a show out called Fantastic Fungi. And I can I can dare anybody who's listened to my voice or even just you. When you watch that, you will have a whole different perspective of what Earth on what, what life is like on planet Earth. Oh, and, and girl, you'll be like, what? And it's just so fascinating. Okay. Oh, wow. So... <laughs> Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay. But yes, back to Bridgerton. Brid- yeah, Bridgerton uh, season two came out. So what did you think? Um, You know, I know that it blew it up. Everybody loved it. Everybody was like, oh, Bridgerton. And it was, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It took me a day to watch the whole thing. Um, It was like a day and a night. But um, 
it, I think I only went through it like that, to be honest, because I was waiting for it to get a little better. I kept thinking, it's got to get better. We got a couple of nice butt shots, and then there was no sex until almost the end. And and it was not as good as last time. So you, did you, first off, did you enjoy season one? Oh, of course. Season one was okay. just like, oh my God, this is so great. And there okay. was just like so much like give and take and I loved it. It was so much okay. more risque. This one was almost like, I don't know. I, I was yeah. I was excited to see the characters again, see where everybody's life has gone. I was disappointed we didn't see the husband from the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, the Duke. I was quite yeah. disappointed with that. Yeah. Um, but I, I assumed he must have been making other movies and that's why he wasn't there. Yeah. Well, I, I completely agree with you 100%. Um, and that's why I asked if you liked the first one. Because for people who, you know, really don't like this sort of genre where, you know, they're not going to like the first or the second. You know, no biggie. But if you really enjoyed the first, then, you know, you and I are on the same page. I could not wait for season two. And it was so lackluster. It really um, was. It was and I don't understand why would they tone down the steam when you know that was one of the biggest draws of the first season. Yes. Okay. Exactly. We did not have the Duke. And of course, everybody kind of knew that was coming because um, he was only apparently he wasn't even in the book in the second book much anyway. And Reggie Jean Page only had, you know, his he was he was out after the first season. That was we knew that. But um, man, he would have stole this show if he'd have even made a pre. If he'd have made uh, his face even shown, if he'd have made a presence, what? Yeah. That I'm not phrasing that right. But if he would have appeared once, <laughs> yeah. No, I get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> my friend, my phrasing sounds like crap. But I'm just saying, if he'd have shown his presence even once, he would have stole it because this was so drawn out and boring and i'm okay with drawn out if the payout is worth it and i didn't think it was yeah, yeah that one little uh, that one little scene like you we had to wait all this long time for this now y'all know this is what we loved about season one mm-hmm. so not only do we not have the duke this um this season but we don't have the steam either because the the actors are beautiful you know they yeah visually the lady the the love interest the female love interest the indian woman was just gorgeous yes absolutely she was stunning stunning beautiful and i was like what i mean when they when they had her in her little um like underdress like when they took her dress off that whole outfit she was so beautiful yes and i'm like you know, she could have been bathing and they could have had him watching her bathe or something. Like, it could have been something else that happened. And I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to draw out that anticipation and, you know, oh, that's gonna... But that's old romance. That is not today's romance anymore. It's that kind of... It. Yeah, that kind of romance trope was... Is is done in the, in the 70s and the 80s where it's like, oh... Maybe, maybe, motherfuckers, we are now in the Fifty Shades of Grey time where some (laughs) bitches put some shit up their pussy and walk into a party. So we cannot be doing that old school romance. It does not hold anymore. It just doesn't work anymore. 
Well, I would just say that I'd be okay with it if it was worth it, if it had a big payout in the end. So I was there for all these these long stares and glances. I mean, we're we're back to Twilight with uh, it, Edward. Thank and, you. And Bella staring at each other the whole Thank movie. you. Um, so if you're gonna stare and and want to undress each other and get down and dirty all that long time, damn it! By the time y'all get busy, y'all better bring it. That TV, my my dang on screen better be sizzling. It better be hot. It better be melting. And it just wasn't. It wasn't. And, and it wasn't the fault of the actors. No, I don't think you, I think you're right. I think it was the editing because they had a few little shots in there that were like, okay. And then it was like, man, <laughs> and I don't know why they decided to do that. Why yeah. would you do that? Even for the, the few people that said, oh, this was just porn in season one, you know, for the people that had the negative things to say about it, mm -hmm. they were overwhelmingly in the minority. Those of us who came back, even after knowing the Duke was going to be gone, it was because we knew we were going to get some of the, the Harlequin romance that we're used to reading. <laughs> exactly. Line, right? On yeah. the screen. Now, I haven't read the books, but I heard the book, this particular book, book two, didn't do it like that. In book two, they got down all the time. Like, it was, it was uh -huh. hot and steamy in the book. Uh, the book readers were really disappointed with this uh, with this season. Really, really disappointed. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me why they did it. I, I really either. don't know why they they chose to go that route. I, I just either. I just even recently watched all the Fifty Shades of Grey again, just because it's been so long, mm -hmm. and there was so much sex in that shit. That was soft porn. The entire fucking shows, all three of them. Mm. And Bridgington could have been like, I mean. I just don't understand. Yeah, I I was really disappointed with that, and and I see a lot. I read a, I read a lot of comments online, and people were like, "Oh, this is so good, this is so good." I was like, "You're lying, you're lying," <laughs> <laughs> or they're yeah. just not jaded like us. They are maybe. You know. And I was really irritated with the whistle lady whistle down. All oh her, yeah, all of her drama was really irritating me. Like I don't give a shit about her. Yeah, and I guess it's. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to steer it towards a different way and they're trying to make it more of a serious, not so much of the sex. But that was what sold it the first time, people. Exactly. Exactly. You gave us what we, your core audience wants just to take it away. It was like dangling a, can a candy in front of us and saying, psych! Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <sighs> I will say that the, the actor that plays Anthony, is that his name? Anthony. Mm -hmm. Anthony. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's gay in real life. Really? Yes, yes. And I think he's done brilliant in that character. I really love seeing him, and I really love seeing them together. I felt I didn't know it after um, season one. In season one, he was getting down and dirty. Season one, he was he always had his pants around his ankles. Mm -hmm. He sure did. So, so I know it, he didn't have an issue performing the scenes. He's a good actor. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. If he did season one, he could have done it in season two. Yeah. But for some reason, it appears that the people behind the scenes um, decided that they were going to go a different route. And hmm. Too bad. Warning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, I don't know if you like that show Evil. Did you ever watch that show Evil? I, I watched um, the first season i need to come back and watch the second or i may have watched season one and two and i haven't but i fell off i have not caught up with it 
Well, because that to me, you know, they had the remember the priest and the the mother, his yeah. the the the, the oh, I can't remember her name, but they That's had Michael Coulter. Couture, right? Michael Coulter, I don't the know. one who played Luke Cage. Yes, he's evil, right? Yeah, okay. So yes, I just know he's a beautiful man. Um, yes. So even their courtship, that is not truly a courtship, quote unquote, was steamier to me, and that's on regular TV. Mm. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I did not even I did not see the chemistry between those two characters on. Bridgerton and I don't know if it was bad editing bad lighting but something was off because I mean the individual actors definitely we got that feeling from them right but for whatever reason when they were together it was almost so like like uh sanitized yeah it was so it was too much it was just too much so I was disappointed but yeah Yeah. I agree at the end of, of Evil Season 2, we finally do get a little bit of something between those two characters. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you got to get to the end of that. All right. I'm way behind on Evil then. Yeah, I just watched it um, recently. Speaking of crazy shows with sex in it, did you ever get into Yellowstone? Uh-uh. I haven't seen that. Somebody got me to watch it and yeah, I was like, what? There's there's some good crazy sex in there, cowboy fun, and um some really hot guys. There's a lot of eye candy up in that show. <laughs> Yellowstone. Is that the one that um Kevin Costner's in? That's correct. Oh, okay. My mother in law tells me about that one a lot. She keeps telling me to watch that. I'm the one that put her on to Bridgerton and a bunch of other stuff, and but she keeps telling me to watch Yellowstone. It's Yellowstone you're talking about. Yes, and okay. I will just tell you this. It is a fucking whole bowl of macaroni and cheese. It's so damn cheesy. But, <laughs> but the fucking men in that show, you're like, oh, I made my husband buy a cowboy hat. Like, I'm like, I, I just, you know, I just think you should get one. <laughs> okay, okay. I was like, hey, okay. I- I saw Morbius or Morbus. How Morbius. did you like it? Morbius. Listen, Morbius is one. And I, I say Morbius because that's the way it looks like it's fucking spelled. But I think he says Morbus is his, his name. I think he says Morbus. And that's okay. what I should say. But it, I just, I can't say Morbus. I'm going to say Morbius, even if yeah. I'm saying it wrong, y'all. Okay. <laughs> but it is getting a bad rap. People have decided that they absolutely hate Jared Leto. They hate the, the, the what they've done with the movie. And I enjoyed it. I I was going to go see this shit anyway. I've been waiting on it for years. From the moment I first saw that it was coming out, I wanted to see this movie. This is a vampire movie, really. Yeah. It's a vampire movie. I know it's part of the Marvel family, and we're not used to that outside of Blade, but that's what this is. And I love the special effects. They did a great job. The storyline is predictable as fuck. You know, there's nothing that's happening in here that's terribly mind-blowing. The plot is not super special. There's nothing that's happening in here you haven't seen before. You pretty much know how it's going to go, but it's still visually stunning. It's still put together nice. They still hmm. brought, you know, a good movie. It's a good way to 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 spend an hour and 48 minutes. I don't see what the problem is. I don't know why everybody... Well, I'm going to go see it touch- now. I don't understand why everybody's talking so much trash about it, honestly. I, I mean, really you don't. know, people are the way they are. I mean, it's just, 
He can't. I, I don't. You know what this I mean? This is after we just trashed season two of Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why people are saying that about Morbius. And meanwhile, somebody else is saying, I don't know why they're going off about Bridget in season two. <laughs> <laughs> We're like dry panties. That's why. Anyway. <laughs> this is what y'all missed right? about. This is what you missed about me in it. <laughs> Yes. Look, I watched Bridgerton season one three times. Yeah. I ain't watching season two again. She's not counting all the times she rewinded certain scenes. <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's how I decide whether or not how much I enjoy something, how often I watch it. I'm not watching mm-hmm. season two ever again. Yeah. You, you won't get me again. But anyway, mm-hmm. so Morbius, I enjoyed it, and I'm gonna I check think- it out. I think if you already had an interest in it, that you should still watch it. And I, I saw do. it at the yeah. theater. Okay, I saw it at the theater, so I enjoyed all the effects on the big screen, and it just looked marvelous. It looked, you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. your eyes, like it's 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 visually captivating in how they did everything. And so I very much look forward to to the second one. I hope there will be a second one. And also, this is a Marvel movie. You do not leave after the first end credit. There's two end credit scenes. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will say what's at the theater now, too, is the new Scream. Ah. Um, it is a reboot. Not reboot. Oh, what do they call it? It's not a sequel, but it's like a re- reboot sequel. I don't know how they say it. They actually talk <laughs> about it in the movie. So in this new telling of Scream, it is going back to the original um, town with some of the, the actors and act- not actors, the characters from some of the uh, uh, sequels that had come out. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically about crazy fandom where fans were pissed off because, of course, in the Scream movies, you have the stab movies, quote unquote, that came out of the the actual happenings of what you know of the scream industry right so the stab movies are following the 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 stuff that happened well Mm -hmm. i i tell you none of that stuff scares me it's just silly funny stuff to me um it's just like okay yeah he stabbed her to death whatever what was horrifying (laughs) let me just tell y'all remember the lady who played uh gail i think was her name she was the lady on TV The um, in the original. She was the newscaster. And she was on Friends, I think? Maybe not. Anyway, I'm so bad. Courtney, maybe Courtney Cox? Oh, Courtney Cox, yeah. Okay, girl. Cox, yeah. She is the real life joker now. That bitch has <laughs> fucking had too much surgery. And I am not kidding when I say from one side of her jaw to the other is is her fucking mouth. And I now I get it. She's a tiny person. She's got like, you know, tiny, <laughs> tiny body, tiny bones, but she should have never done that shit to her mouth because that was I could not take my fucking eyes away from that bitch's mouth the whole fucking scene whenever scene she was in they could have like a, a knife sticking out of somebody's fucking eyeball and then <laughs> i didn't care i couldn't stop looking at her lips because that was the horrifying part of that movie <laughs> it's like what did you do i mean michael jackson looked like a normal human compared to what she looks like now. <laughs> 
Let me just say that I don't think it's right to talk about people's bodies and their physical features. I'm laughing because you're telling it in such a funny form. I cannot stop and because I can picture exactly what you're saying because I've seen pictures and you know images of her and everything. I get it. Um, now I so. will say I don't know if she's had work done. It, it may. Oh, just... girl, you know damn well she has. <laughs> I was gonna say it may be nature that did this to her. No. And I no. Can... I can understand. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I, it looks like fucking. It looks like she had some work done. And now all you I know, know, you know, she has. All I know is she's just got to stop because they're gonna have to put clamps on each side of her mouth to feed her. It's <laughs> just gonna fall out the side of her face. And it was, I just gotta stop. Ooh, you need to slap me. You need to Will Smith me right now. You need to give me some Will Smith. Girl, that's my problem. I I wouldn't be able to slap anybody because I'd be laughing so hard. You know, I still have that, I still have that issue where I laugh at the most inappropriate times. Well, this is appropriate. And just <laughs> if you're gonna watch uh, the movie itself was great. I did enjoy it. I thought they did a good retelling, but that shit was like, what is going on? <laughs> like. What am I seeing? I, I I flash back to Pink Floyd the Wall where that mouth opens and then they like they swallow themselves and then they swallow themselves. I'm like, it's all mouth. It's just all mouth. <laughs> like, you know how you can you can look on Pornhub for that double penetration? It's gonna be it's gonna be like triple penetration of the mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. I'm sorry for laughing. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of that time you started. We <laughs> I think I got tickled. Oh no. <laughs> that time we were recording the show. And um I think it was about the <laughs> The worst, the, the the ten worst ways to die, and you got started. Oh no! I when I get, know when I get tickled, I have lost it, and I, it takes me a minute to get back straight. Okay, we were talking about the ten worst ways to die. You talked about that dude that fell from the scaffold. And it's not supposed to be funny, and I did not mean to laugh, but it was the way you told the story. <laughs> oh goodness, I got tears in my eyes. Well, hopefully, hopefully we made everybody else laugh at the inappropriate jokes. That I'm oh making. man, they are somewhere saying this is my last time listening to these. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like sending this show to Courtney Cox these cunts these fucking fat bitches how dare they <laughs> oh my goodness we should have a public announcement before this before this episode that says don't want to listen goes. to the last five minutes because <laughs> episode goes off the rails at five four three two one uh, <laughs> yeah. just stop listening after she starts talking about when, as soon as they talk about scream just turn it off <laughs> 
Oh, so is it is it a good movie or not? It is. It's a good movie. No, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it. Hey, you know what? I mean, it was a it was a very empowering go- girl moment for her for Naomi Campbell and then the main the other main actress that that survived the final final girls. Oh goodness gracious! They did a good job. They were badass. <laughs> So it was a good movie to watch. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, should we give some closings here? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that reminds me, I got to add the ad. I, I, I was supposed to add those ads you, you gave me. I got some ads I need to add on here. Ads as in ADS. I need to add ADD on here. <laughs> And she's not talking about ass because <laughs> there's not a lot of that going on, <clears throat> on my side of this phone call right now. <sighs> See, that's Girl. what I'm saying. Like, I need to have plastic surgery on my ass, but things like that <laughs> makes me go, it's not really worth it. I'll just get padding whenever I sit down on something. I'll just take a pillow with me everywhere. <laughs> It goes bad. <laughs> yeah, we don't want uh, it to go bad. <laughs> you know what? There's been some other season twos of some stuff that we talked about season one of that we need to get to, like uh, True. Witch, The Witcher, Dark Desire, some other ones. Maybe we can come back and do that uh, another day next week. Yeah, that sounds great. And 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 the new Dexter, which is kind of it's not oh, quite yeah. a season two, but yeah, yeah or that sure. um uh the the continuation of sex in the city and just like that mm-hmm. yeah um all that stuff yeah absolutely let's do it <clears throat> we're professionals <laughs> <laughs> we're professionals oh goodness don't well. tell anybody at right space that you did this episode <laughs> They're gonna be like, I'm so offended by you, bitches. Girl, I gotta go blow my nose. Oh, my know. eyes have ran so hard. <laughs> I think nose running. This now. is why we record with voice only, so you don't see all of our, <laughs> you know, running makeup and and snot <laughs> bubbles. Oh boy, man, it went off the rails. But anyway, so um, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I hope you enjoy our comeback. Um, as you know, you you finish it out, Chantel. Well, you know, <laughs> we got the paddles out. We gave ourselves a few shocks. <laughs> uh, we we're able to say that we recorded an episode, and I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, we we tried twice to start this, and and our app has changed up a little bit, so it cut out the first time i don't know how i'm gonna i'm gonna edit the the beginning of this maybe maybe not i don't know you know how some Mm. i just i love to leave the imperfections in there too so we'll see yeah it it makes it feel like they're more here with us being humiliated right along (laughs) next to us there's no sense in us trying to be perfect now (laughs) Mm -mm. ain't gonna happen even even plastic surgery can't make you perfect nope (laughs) (laughs) We just gotta stop. It's just gotta, we just gotta. We got. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, All right well, everyone. Saturday with uh, Obscure Market. Yes, thank you. And you have a good time this weekend too with my pissy you know, boy. My yeah, pissy boy, the pissy baby. 
my pissy you can get them a diaper actually they sell yeah. diapers for dogs so i need to get them yeah that's what yeah. i was planning to do but then he was he started going because at first he wouldn't go outside at all now he's going outside but he's going outside and inside so i was like damn it i'm still gonna have to get these diapers yeah i would <laughs> just throw some diapers on him the husband everybody <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets diapers. All right, cut. I'm cutting your mic. You're done. You're done. (laughs) Y'all have fun. All right, live, love, eat mushrooms. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sex and Horror. Make sure you subscribe and join our Facebook group. If you'd like to be a guest, let us know. If you have a topic to suggest, a movie, TV show, book, song to be featured, let us know. You can follow me at ChantelRenee.com. And I'm at Dicey Grinner all over social media. You can find me on my website, DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. See See you you next week for Sex and Horror. Horror.